just get started with something. Don't think that you need to make it perfect. So getting started with a simple process and seeing how that process works for you is just awesome. It just gives you something more to work with. You can improve your process. You can really put that into process where you can get assistance from your tech and improve your own way of communicating, making it consistent. Welcome to the More Clients, Less Effort podcast, where we provide expert insights and strategies to turbocharge your business growth. I'm your host, Tim Hyde, and in this series, we'll unpack the secrets, proven systems, and the sales and marketing strategies used by successful business owners to attract, convert, and keep A-class clients on autopilot. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur looking to scale your customer acquisition or a budding startup owner looking to crack the code on attracting the right clients, you've come to the right place. Join us on this journey to building a thriving business that leaves a lasting impact. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of More Clients, Less Effort. I'm your host, Tim Hyde, and I am joined by the amazing Ines Rosef Ingram today. Ines, thanks for joining us. Only a pleasure. Happy to be here. Now, Ines is a resident of Cape Town. You can probably tell a little bit of her accent sneaking in there. Interesting mix of Scandinavian and South African. But Ines is the CEO and founder of Pine3 Marketing and has been in the game of marketing for more than 20 years, predating Facebook as well. Fantastic. And has an extensive background in a whole bunch of different marketing fields, but now specializing in giving clients advice and recommendations about short, long-term and budgets, and obviously does a lot of work around automation as well. How did you get into marketing in the first place? What was it about marketing that says, this is what I'm going to devote my career to? <laughs> it was obvious in the beginning. Well, I studied, I started studying marketing, as I said before, before Facebook was there, I remember writing my exam in the one marketing subject and we had this massive piece of paper where I was literally drawing up marketing strategies. So really, really old, a uh, long time ago. And after that, I actually studied to become a teacher. So all of this put together, I like working with people and I like communicating with people. And marketing is basically that, communicating with people, but but at the same time, I like to help businesses communicate their products and services. So I believe that one should never force anyone to buy anything. So I like to call it helping businesses enable their clients to find them and purchase from them. So yeah, that combination. So I started, I set up, I worked for an IT company where I worked in sales. I've been in sales as well. Was this in Scandinavia or was this in South Africa? This was... In South Africa, I lived in South Africa for about 13 years, 13, 14 years. So this was in South Africa. I headed up there, uh, but it was a Scandinavian company. So I headed up their marketing department then. We uh, since split out from that company and one of the owners of that company and me, we started another company that did both IT services and marketing. And then we realized this wasn't very convenient because no one understands what we're actually doing. So we marketing again, which became Pine Three Marketing. I think it's about three or four years ago. So that's that's sort of the quick story to to where I am now. But I think the journey is a little bit special because there's a background in both 
people and marketing, but I think marketing is such a moving field anyway. So the most important thing is on top of it. And uh, yeah, the IT, which I think is a lot of my passion for the automations and systems came in as well to use the tech to help us. Yeah, I must admit my, my journey is very similar. I started in IT and then sort of discovered marketing the other way. I'm going, oh, we could systemize this. <laughs> if we do yeah. this the same way each and every time, it's going to make things much easier for us as well. I'm really interested in your journey though, because I know you've worked, you know, you've worked in European markets, you've worked in the African markets. I know you've got an international client base now, courtesy of this wonderful thing called the internet. Do you find that there is a big difference in different cultural groups or people, people everywhere? Definitely big differences. And that is something we need to keep at top of mind all the time. And I think working internationally also helps you to work within only one area because you realize that people are different. different. Different demographics have different needs. They have different cultures. They have different ways they make decisions, different ways of communicating. Something that is very pushy somewhere is perceived as normal somewhere else. Uh, are, we, are, we talking, are we talking about Americans here? Uh, we are even talking differences between Norway and South Africa. <laughs> but definitely the most obvious examples would be Americans, but only between UK and Norway as well. The difference in how we communicate, Norway and Sweden are next to each other. There's differences in how we communicate. So it's to understand that. In South Africa, you have a lot of history where people were segregated to, to certain degrees. There's still areas that, that are very different. And we have to remember that when we deal with our different target groups. So, um, yep. that is Talk to me about your discovery of marketing automation. This would have been a pretty exciting thing for you to discover. What was the like, oh my God, this is amazing moment. Tell me about that. You know, when you, when you first start with a lot of automation, it, it all sounds great. Then you put in a lot of effort, a lot of effort, just isn't supposed to be easy, but then you got it. So. Once you start off, and what I often tell my clients as well, just get started with something. Don't think that you need to make it perfect. So getting started with a simple process and seeing how that process works for you is just awesome. It just gives you something more to work with. You can improve your process. So instead of chasing every single sale, like old school sales, you can really put that into, into a process where you can get assistance from your tech and improve your own way of communicating, making it consistent and just really process more leads, more prospects, being consistent, improving your overall business over time, just because now you have the assistant that helps you identify, okay, that is not working for me. You would have never known if you didn't have it in the system. Yeah, so I think that's, that, that's that definite thing, right? Once we get a system in place, we can improve on the system. If we don't exactly. have a system in place, it's kind of like one day, one way, another day you do a different way and your customers start to get a bit confused, don't they? Because they're not getting a consistent experience from your business, which of course exactly. is just ticking that little box in the back of their mind that you know basically says, you know, if you're not very consistent, am I going to get a consistent result yes. from what I'm paying for? I say that's a big concern for people, you know, I guess universally. Yeah, and I think also you make a lot better communication when you have it planned, when it is planned and and, and automated. If you don't get ad hoc, which to be a little bit more desperate, 
we don't focus so much about what is the experience of the receiver. Okay, I need to get this out. So I really find that communication flows better as well when it's pre-planned. Yeah. Ines, you're, a, you're a, a key partner like me, and one of the things that keep talk about is this idea of life cycle marketing. Tell me more about how you apply that to your customers. And, and you know, when we look at automation software, what should people be looking at in the context of that life cycle marketing? Yeah. So I think life cycle marketing is a great approach to marketing. We use it all the time when we talk to we talk, deal with a lot of entrepreneurs, for example, that don't always understand where in the sales process or the marketing process that they need to focus. So the lifecycle marketing framework follows the customer journey framework. So a customer, when they go through a purchase process, we call it a customer journey. So they go through an awareness stage you know, and there's a lot of different stages that they go through and then further down the line is a purchase stage. So to make sure that we market and communicate through every single one of those steps, we have lifecycle marketing, which is divided into three elements that looks after the lead generation and capturing and the conversion, and then the post-sale nurturing as well. So I think it's a, it's a great concept. We always do a mapping of where the customer's at before we start to work with the customer, again, to make sure that we recommend what is right for them. So if they're coming to us and want Google advertising, we want to make sure that they have a conversion strategy in place. And if you don't have a conversion strategy in place, our lead generation will not be as successful as it could have been because there's no conversion in place. Yeah, I think so, we've all seen that picture of the leaky bucket, right? And Yes. And certainly I see this when I talk to my clients as well, is if we keep just putting more stuff in the top that's of a leaky funnel or a leaky bucket, mm-hmm. it all leaks out before you get to the end result and it's just very inefficient. And I think one of the things that I know you do is with this idea of lifecycle marketing and with this idea of systemization of of that sales and marketing process, it means the whole thing is just more efficient and you're not having to work as hard to generate the outcomes that you want for yourself and, of course, for your clients as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, and there in automation as well and some of those steps really is powerful because sometimes it's just one step missing and you can automate something super simple that does not take you long to, to actually set up and it just gives the customer such a great experience and does wonders for your business without you having to attend again. Yeah, a bit like gears on a bike, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can do it the hard way or you can do it the easy way. It's up to you and it just requires a little bit more investment. Now, I'm really curious and, and you've done this quite a bit for other clients, but I'm really interested in knowing what is a system that you have in your business at Pine3 that really gives you a massive amount of leverage? And every time you look at it, you go, well, oh, I like that system. What is it that works for you? Obviously, we use our own recommendations. So we are using Keep for ourselves. And you know, every time when I, I often talk to, to clients, for example, about the value of creating sales pipelines, just sometimes it's just a visual aspect of a sales pipeline. Other times it's to remind you because you get stuck into things. And as an owner of my company, there's a lot of things that I spend time on that might take my attention away from some of the sales and marketing related related tasks and, and prospects. So I love going in there and seeing my pipelines. Okay, I'm, I know where they are. Or 
I also, to be honest, once in a while, like, oh, that one I should probably follow up on. Yes, that's right. No, and prove to myself that what I am talking about, about having a pipeline, helping you close more business, for example, is the case. You don't lose leads when they're in a pipeline. They don't, they don't disappear. The bucket is there. You can choose to not attend to them, but, but the, the bucket still holds them. So uh, it's very difficult to, uh, to forget them. And then also the, the, which I also talk about, I did, you know, I recommend to my client often the things that I see work for ourselves and I see the works for other clients as well is the post-sale follow-up because you tend to like to spend time on generating leads and converting leads. But then once they become clients, having processes for what should happen, how do I look after them without having to spend a lot of time on them while they still must feel looked after? I do love that idea of, you know, it's having that visual pipeline of that controls. And as you said, if you're not using it, well, it's a bit like a car in the driveway that goes rusty and you know, oh my God, that car's useless. <laughs> It'd be fine if you used it. But just those simple things as you talked about it, we don't necessarily have to do super complex, crazy automations or things in our business to kind of get control. It can be just something as simple as putting all of your leads into a visual site pipeline that gives us an indication of, is it with us or is it with the customer that we need to follow up on them? And just mm-hmm. using that in your CRM, presuming you've got a CRM like Keep, which actually- Yeah, I've got Keep. I've got Keep. I use that for myself. Which has a, a visual pipeline in it and that capability can be massively powerful in helping you serve more people, as you as you pointed out before. Yeah, yep. I really like that. And, you know, you, again, you've touched on- <laughs> A second one in just going, if you move that thing to one, well, what is the process that we want to kick off at that point as well? So mm. yeah, that's where we can get real leverage from that automation because it happens the same thing every single time. It is. Now, we usually finish up our podcast with a couple of quick fires, which I'm going to throw at you and see how you go. It's okay. We'll edit out all the sort of pauses and ums and ahs and everything else. But I'm going to ask you five questions, and it's just to finish up today. I really appreciate you joining us. But if you could start another business tomorrow, what would that be? You know, I really like cooking and baking, something I have very little time to do, and I can't automate it. So I think I would do maybe a bakery or something. You're a woman after my own heart. I love cooking. I love cooking. indeed. (laughs) Okay. Who's been your most important mentor that's really influenced the way you think about the world? My parents, and both of them in different ways. My dad is a really good mentor when it comes to business, business decisions. And my mom is more from the people people background. So I really lean on them. And a big bonus is I don't have to have Yeah. Yeah. You've got an awesome team behind you. What do you think are the keys to building a great team? And it's like building, having great customer relationships. You need to care. You need to care about your team. You need to value your team. You need to understand what gives them motivation, but at the same time, obviously they need to work towards the business goals as well, but I very much include them in our decision-making and when we set our goals and ambitions. So including them, understanding that the individuals that I think is, uh, is important. Okay. Why do people choose to buy keep from you? To buy keep from you specifically. And something by by keep. I think I am quite well. My team and I are quite good at 
really wrapping our head around what our client actually needs. So often they come to us with, with something they want us to do, but we behind their back sort of put this into context. I try I get it, asking questions to understand what they actually want in the business, where they're at and helping them to navigate that landscape by satisfying sort of what they ask, but at the same time, making sure that the priorities are there. So the, for example, you ask for Google ads, do you have a conversion process in place? Just highlighting the things that are important for the ultimate success that they want. Because they don't want Google ads just to have Google ads. They want Google ads because they want more business. So it's so really trying to translate that into, into processes that we then put into Keep as a system to help them systemize the stuff they need to do so they can spend less time on doing it than just getting a better business. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so important, I think, when you work with the marketing agencies to find one that really understands you and your business and your goals, not just sells you the thing that they happen to deliver. Exactly. Ines, where can our listeners find you online? They can find me on my name, Ines Rose at Ingram, and they can also find me on Find uh, 3 Marketing. We are LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all email, and all good bookstores. Not on facts. Not on facts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So those links again. Look for Ines Rose uh, Ingram on pretty much every social media channel that you can find. You can look up Pine Number Three Marketing dot com yeah. to find them online. And of course, if you uh, have Keep and you want some help, you can also go to an awesome resource that Ines has at bit.ly forward slash the Keep Studio, where you can get some help building campaigns as well. Ines, thanks so much for joining me. Absolute ton of value bombs there for everybody listening today. And I really appreciate you sharing those with us. Thank you for allowing me to be on. Appreciate it. Guys, thanks again for joining us on another episode of More Clients, Less Effort. If you are looking to systemize your business, get more clients, put your feet up while you're doing so. And I dare I say it, clients while you sleep won't go quite that far. There is a little bit of work involved. Join us next week for another episode of More Clients Less Effort. We look forward to seeing you then. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of More Clients Less Effort. Join us next time for another insightful discussion filled with actionable advice and inspiring stories, all geared towards helping you grow and scale your business simply and easily. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you never miss an episode. See you next time.